Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 223. Today, I'm going to be teaching you how to take inspired action to create effortless success in your life. How nice do those two things sound together? How how amazing would it be if we didn't have to motivate ourselves every day to do the work we do in our business, but that we could truly wake up every day inspired to go out, that the work that we did in our business wasn't stuff that we had to do, but we truly looked at it as things that we got to do. That the process of building our business, of sharing our products and our opportunity with people was the very thing that provided us with our sense of joy and fulfillment and purpose in our lives. And then the other part of that is effortless success. Doesn't that just sound nice? I mean, how many of us have bought into the limiting belief that success is a byproduct of working longer and harder, that we've got to grind and sacrifice and trade off all the areas of our life in order to be successful? And it just doesn't have to be that way. So today I'm excited because I'm going to share with you an interview that we did with one of our members of our Legacy Leadership Academy. Her name is Catherine Debs. Catherine shares her story of how she grinded it out for eight years in her business, buying into all those same other limiting beliefs that success was working longer and harder. She shares how she literally spent the better part of eight years of our business doing all the things, following all the training, but nothing that she did really seemed to make much of a difference until she joined our program, And she did the work that the Formula for Transformation teaches us to do. And you'll hear Catherine share in this interview the number one concept that completely helped her transform her business and her life was this thing that we teach called Core Story. We talk a lot about this idea of your core story. Your core story is the story that you tell yourself about yourself. And in every moment of your life, you're either telling yourself a story about yourself that's limiting you and holding you back, one where you're not good enough or worthy. We call that a red light core story. Or you're operating from a story that's much different, one that's based in love, where you know you're capable and and you are worthy and you're not placing your sense of self-worth in what you do and your accomplishments. See, that's the place that you're going to create everything you want in life. And The understanding of this concept is so important because when you hear Catherine's interview and you hear, and she does such an amazing way, I have to give a shout out to her. She does such an amazing way of communicating this journey to people. So many of you are going to be like, oh my God, like I can so see myself in Catherine and where she was leading up to this recent transformation that she's went through. So I'm really excited to share it with you. And I'm also, before we get into the interview, I'm really excited to make this announcement. So obviously, you know that I believe that every single one of you should be inside of our program, the Legacy Leadership Academy. That's no secret. I tell you that all the time. And congrats to all of our new members. We just had a bunch of new people join. We're excited to be serving you and working with you. One of the most important reasons why I say that is because I truly believe that every single one of you needs the formula for transformation in your life. Because I know, just like you're going to hear Catherine share with you in this episode, it has literally been the thing that she had been looking for for eight years without ever realizing it. But I also know that not all of you are going to join. And and I'm sure there's lots of you that have legitimate reasons why you can't. You're committed to another program. Your finances are an issue for you. 
So I've really been kind of figuring out how can I come up with a solution? I want to be able to help all of you in this area. I want to help you take that first step that I know the formula helps our students take that changes their lives. So here's what I've done is I've actually recorded a free training. So I've recorded a free training that let's just call it the introduction to the formula. And in this free training, it's about a 30 minute training. I really go deep into this topic of core story. So exactly what you're going to hear Catherine talking about, the very thing that completely transformed her business in literally almost overnight once she got this, I'm actually going to be teaching you in this free training. And here's the thing is you can listen to it whenever you want, as much as you want. All you have to do is go to yourvirtualupline.com forward slash belief, yourvirtualupline.com forward slash belief, enter your name and email. And as soon as you do on the very next page, you'll have the recording of the training. You'll get an email from us with the link. So if you can't watch it right away, you can go back and watch it whenever you want. But like I said, it is a 30 minute training. It will really introduce you to this idea of core story. And for some of you, just this awareness alone is going to be life-changing for you. So I hope you take me up on that. Consider that my service to you to try to help you starting out on this journey of building your belief. So make sure you check that out and feel free to share that with anybody on your team. All right. Well, listen, before we get into the actual interview, I got to do my quick two little shout outs here as we do on every Tuesday. So first up, I want to give a shout out to our review of the week. Thank you, as always, to those of you that have taken the time to leave a rating and review. But today's review of the week is from Kaziah Palmer. Kaziah says, thank you, Bob, for all you do. I'm a nonstop listener to your podcast, and it has made such a positive impact on my life. If it weren't for you, I don't know if I would still be in my network marketing career today. You've helped me build my belief in myself. My mindset has changed completely, and I'm forever grateful for that. Well, Kaziah, thank you for being such an amazing supporter of this show. And it's things like this that truly give me the fulfillment in the work that I do is hearing that maybe this thing that we teach called Love, Serve, Grow, maybe that was the difference between you quitting and sticking around in your business. So thank you for taking the time to share your story. And then the second shout out is we got to give a shout out to our student of the week as we do. And this week, our student comes from the Legacy Leadership Academy. It is Marsha Anderson. And Marsha just posted in our group the other day. She says, five partners on my team leveled up. I got seven new customers and two new direct partners to me. And I love what she says here. The breakthrough is that I'm finally getting to that next level after five years of working so hard, but being totally stagnant. Marsha, congratulations. And listen, here's the reason why. We have people like Marsha that are getting these sudden shifts in their results every single day because they're changing at the level of core story. So that's why I'm really excited to share this interview today with Catherine. She's going to really, really share with you her own personal experience. And I have a sneaky suspicion. Look, if you're somebody that's ever struggled with feeling burned out and overwhelmed because you're working too hard or beating yourself up when you're not working, these are two symptoms of the same problem you're operating from the wrong core story. So let's go ahead and kick it over to the inner with Catherine today, and I'll check back here with you once we're done. All right, everybody. Well, I am really excited here to uh, chat with one of our very own legacy leaders, Catherine. And um, Catherine has, a, I think, a really great story to share in terms of what 
a journey looks like for somebody that's actually going through the Legacy Leadership Academy and our programs. And we featured her as our member spotlight this month, and she's just recently had a really big breakthrough in her business. So I'm really excited. Uh, first off, that Catherine, thanks for doing this. Thank um, you for having me. Yeah, we were really just chatting. We were just chatting before, and I was like, I love sharing these stories on the podcast because it's good for other people to hear them so that they could maybe say, hey, maybe LLA is the place for me. And you said, well, that's how I joined LLA. Right. I think stories really speak so much to people. And when you can relate to someone, you can see yourself in that success story as well and want it for yourself too. So why not? (laughs) Cool. Well, hopefully we can do that for someone else today. So let me, Catherine, let me give just a quick little uh, background on your journey with us, just as some context for the discussion, then we'll kind of dig into it. But you're still a relatively new member of ours. You joined in October of last year. So here's what you said. I joined LLA in October after eight years of trying everything in my business. I was frustrated from working so hard, showing up, doing what I was told, and not seeing the results that I envisioned. And another thing we were just chatting about, so you've got two young girls, right? So there's the craziness of like managing a two-year-old and a seven-year-old being a mom, having a toddler at home, and then running a business. And um, let's start there. So where was your head at, you know, in September of last year prior to joining? How are you feeling about yourself and your business after, I mean, mean, eight years of working really hard, but not necessarily seeing the results that you had hoped? I mean, that had to kind of take its toll on you a little bit. It did because it was eight years of showing up like doing the do, showing up, really trying to have that breakthrough that I knew I needed. I knew something was holding me back, but I also didn't want to end 2020 with regret because every year before I would end the year with regret because I wasn't where I thought I would be by the end of the year. And I knew I had to do something different for my results to change. And it's actually funny. You don't know the story, Bob, but I didn't hear about you until your Facebook ad came on my Facebook feed randomly one day. And I think it was September. And I thought, okay, well, this looks like something I would be interested in. I signed up for your, um, I think you were doing like a 14 day thing. And to be honest with you, I forgot about it because I didn't pencil it into my calendar. And the night of that first thing you were doing, two of my sidelines from very different teams were posting on their Instagram feed that they were watching you and stuff. And I'm like, wait, that rings a bell. So I went in my email and I hopped onto the webinar. And right after I remember calling my sponsor and I said, wait, who is this Bob Heilig and why have I not heard of him in all eight years of my business? And next thing you know, I'm like jumping on board with you. I've got a bunch of people jumping on board. I got my upline to sign up to because something you said and just the way you said it really hit home for me. And there's a lot of great training out there, but I feel there's always a missing piece. And for me, I just knew that I needed to bridge that gap from working super hard to working in a way that was going to be sustainable long-term because my vision for my business was so big and my vision for my life was so big, but I knew that I couldn't constantly be 24 seven on this hamster wheel in my business because, you know, I remember you saying, if you have to be there for your business to run, then you don't really have a business that is sustainable. And that really hit home for me because if I'm not doing the do, if I'm not showing up, if I'm not working hard, you know, that's what I thought it was all about. My business was going to crumble down. Now I have great leaders in my organization, but 
I knew at least my personal business wasn't going to be sustainable. And so I needed to learn to work smart in my business. And that's where you hit home for me. It says, okay, I can teach you how to work smart, not hard. And I just knew deep down inside, I knew it was the answer. I just trusted my gut, to be honest with you. And I said, okay, this is it. And I jumped in full, full force. I didn't look back. So that was probably the love serve grow challenge that we right. did. That was the yeah. first, I think that was the first time we did that in September. Let's drill down a little bit. So how big was your team around that time when you signed up? Like average volume, what were you guys doing monthly? So it's interesting. My team's a little bit different because I have people who promoted above me. So I don't really necessarily count their numbers, even though they are part of my business. I have a very non-traditional way of that I my business was built. But I would say like my personal business at that time was maybe doing about 2,500 in the very, very beginning because I had lost a lot of leaders in my personal side. And so I was in that rebuilding stage. My business is in cycles. It's been in cycles for so long. I've done much bigger numbers in the past, but nothing sustainable enough. You know, leaders yeah. that were going to be there long-term and, and could go on their own. Even though I have great leaders that have promoted above me and have great businesses, I wanted to keep that going and build more of those leaders. So yeah. so I'm curious, when you say you don't count that, is that because you're not compensated on that? Or like, do they break away from you once they promote? I, I am compensated but I'm capped on how much I can use to promote to my next level from them. Got it. So my business really generates close 90, 100,000, give or take. Okay. But I'm really capped on what I can use to promote, even though I am compensated on that. So when I focus on growth yeah. and the growth really close to me, I try to focus on me and what I have going on. The other stuff is just cherry on top. You know what how I many, mean? So, how many people represent the majority of that volume. So is it under one team? Is it two teams, two separate? It's, it's one leg, mostly one leg, okay. but there's more than one leader that are promoted above. But I also have other leaders. So I'm really breaking it down to my personal business. But if we're looking at the people that I don't really necessarily use all their volume to promote, we were probably at about maybe 7,500, I would say, you know okay. what I mean? Give or take. So did you personally sponsor somebody that took off or did they come through an organization? Yeah. Yeah. How early into your business did that happen? Two years in. So a year in, I sponsored her and she promoted to the level above me about 11 months later. And then we've had a couple of leaders from there do the same, but they're Mm -hmm. all like part of that same leg. Yeah. 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 So I'm curious. I feel like this discussion will be really valuable because there's probably a lot of people that are going to listen to this that have a similar type of a business where they do have a decent sized team, but a lot of that came through just one person. Right. So I like the fact that you have a mindset of where you're like holding yourself accountable to what am I doing outside of that person? But I also think that there's some aspect psychologically of what do we make that mean when somebody else we recruit kind of mm-hmm. excels to the point beyond us. Do you feel as though, did you make that mean anything less about you? Do you think like, Catherine, why aren't you at that point? Why is this person at a rank higher than you? Did that become a negative for you? Yes and no. So it wasn't in a sense of like that jealousy part, which I know a lot of people will talk about. It wasn't that. It was more about really looking inward and trying to figure out what is it that's holding me back from going there? Because I was doing the do. I was showing up. My upline said, just go keep doing the personal growth. And I was doing that. And I wasn't getting the results that I wanted. I was getting results. My business has done a lot more than that, you know, in the past. 
but it wasn't sustainable enough. And I had to put in so much to get to that place. And the other part too, is I also built my entire organization cold market, all of it from A to Z. So I didn't have a network that I started with where I lived at the time when I started my business. I didn't know people. I grew up overseas. So part of the reason why these amazing women were successful because they had a great network. They were super connected where we were and where we were growing. So that really helped kind of move the ball forward pretty quickly for them. For me, it took longer because I had to build those relationships. People didn't know me. I didn't have that credibility. I had to build that. I had to earn that trust and that credibility which looking back now, I'm glad I did because it built such a solid foundation for me. And I think I built a name for myself, but it's not easy doing that either. It takes a lot because you have to consistently show up yeah. all the time so that you become this person that people think about when they need certain things that you have to offer. It's not something that just happens overnight. It takes a long time sometimes. And I had to do it again when I moved back here to the New England area, even though I went to school here. I didn't really have a network because I didn't grow up here. So I moved here almost like starting my business anew four and a half years ago and literally building it from the ground up through networking and through meeting new people and building my name out there. So it's taught me a lot doing that, but it hasn't been an easy process at all. Yeah. So what's interesting is it sounds like based off of what you're saying, there's almost been this pattern of building and in some cases rebuilding, but then eventually hitting this point where you get stuck and it's like you build it up to a certain point and then it kind of starts to slowly fall apart. So it's like this ebb and flow, kind of this roller coaster, but you have this plateau that you can't break through. Is that kind of what it's been like for some time in your business? Yeah. I mean, I was so close to promoting to what we have as the level right before the top of the company, which is the car level. And I mean, I was less than inches away from promoting, but it's almost like something you can't explain sometimes as to why things don't happen when you're so close. You know what I mean? When you see so many people around you that are doing that. And I just knew that there was something beyond what I could see that was holding me back. I've been on this journey trying to figure out what it was. Yeah. So it's powerful because going back to what I asked you before, when I say, what did you make it mean? I was referring more to not the like jealousy kind of thing, but what most mm-hmm. people will do is they'll make it mean something less about themselves. Like Catherine, why aren't you at that rank? What are you not doing? So it's almost like what's really interesting is the circumstance is you have somebody that you recruited that rank advanced beyond you, right? right. That's the circumstance. Now, as you know, and as we teach, circumstances are always neutral. They're not good or bad. They're only what we decide to make them. Now, most people will make something like that happening negative, where they'll actually feel worse about themselves, like they're not doing something right. And that begins to create that limiting belief and that red light core mm-hmm. story. It's almost like it's a validation of, see, I told you, you must not be good enough. And most of this is happening subconsciously. We wouldn't even realize we're doing it. But here's what's interesting. Right. That's just the perspective that you choose. Mm. And the other perspective would be this, like, oh my God, Catherine, you did such an incredible job leading this person and giving them the space to excel. Look what you've created. For me, I always choose the perspective of if somebody succeeds beyond me, then that's like literally the greatest 
compliment that I could get as a leader is you've done so well leading someone else, they've surpassed you, right? Don Maxwell calls that the legacy stage of leadership. But most people won't see that point of view. They'll only just see the negative. And what's interesting is hearing you talk, what it really contributed to and what you now know, because you're in LLA, is it created almost this We talk about kind of your financial set point where it's almost like if you think of the analogy of a thermostat, we're programmed to only allow ourselves to have a certain level of money or success in our life. And it's like the minute that those results start getting close to what we think we're worthy of and what we deserve, if they go close to or beyond it, we'll figure out a way to self-sabotage. Always. It's crazy. And (laughs) and we call it your capacity to have. Like you literally will only allow yourself to have a certain level of success. And it sounded, everybody that's listening, I want you to notice whether it's you've been stuck at a certain rank for years or you'll reach a certain level of volume or income and and you'll touch it. Maybe you'll get above it, but there's always that roller coaster, right? You hit it and then you dip back down. That's a sign that a lot of people refer to it as your upper limit. That's your red light story. So when you joined LLA in October, what did you think you needed? It sounded like you thought systems might have been the issue. Were you coming into it thinking that it was your belief in yourself that might be the problem? Or what what were you thinking you were joining for? Because in my head, I believe in myself. I mean, I've worked on that for so long. I thought it was systems that we were lacking, which I think systems are just a material thing that you can improve on. I mean, as long as you have something that works, you can totally make it happen, but you can always improve on it. I didn't realize how much of a limiting belief I did have around myself. I really didn't because I had done a lot of that work on myself in the past, but it wasn't until you pointed a few things out that it just hit. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe my entire 36 years of existence. I've been holding myself back because of that one thing, you know, which is so crazy. Well, Um, I don't, and I don't doubt that you had already done work because you would not have been able to create the level of success you had, had you not grown in that area. But the problem was you were reaching the limitations of your beliefs. And that was a blind spot for you. When you say that, it makes me think there's so many students of ours that come to us because they think the answer is systems. Yeah. Because it's just so interesting (laughs) as a leader, we have such a bias for action. And because Most of us believe this lie that our actions create our results. We think that the solution is some kind of an action that we need to take or a system that we need to implement. And it's not downplaying the importance of systems. Systems are important. But I could give you literally every system that we teach, put it in place in your business. If you're lacking belief in yourself as a leader to move people through those systems, you're going to see at best moderate increase in your results. So you came to us thinking it was the systems and then you went through the formula for transformation and you realized that it wasn't actually the systems, that it was the belief. So let's talk a little bit about your journey when it comes to belief. Because I know part of the reason why I like, I want everybody to hear your story because you're not one of those like, oh my God, I took the formula and in two days I was a completely different person. Like you went through the formula and you were doing the work and you were practicing it for months before you had your big Big aha moment. So we'll talk about that. But when you first went through the formula, what changed for you in terms of like your awareness? What did you realize or when did you start realizing that maybe it was something inside of you? Well, 
so October is really when everything started and I started doing the work and every time I would listen and I would take notes and, and I would be like, Oh my gosh, like this is really cool. Like all this stuff that I've heard, it's just put in a way that I can really grasp and understand and apply. And what I realized was, you know, we talk about limiting belief so much, but you don't realize how much almost everything that you have is a limiting belief when it's a negative thing. Like everything that doesn't serve you and help you grow and move forward is a limiting belief. So I think sometimes we think it's just this one thing and that's it and we're done. Once we solve it, we move on and it's never going to happen again. But that's not the reality of our life. We're always going to come up against things that are going to make us question our decisions or what we do or how we move forward. And doing that work, at least the first part, this was before the core red light story training came out. This was end of 2020. I started to see a difference and I started to realize my conversations started to change. They went from focusing on the numbers to focusing on love and service as you know, based on what you taught us. And honestly, right away, we started in October. We had a great month of October we have a monthly bonus, you know, award thing that we earn. And I was struggling for so long to just earn that. I earned it mid month, two months in a row, almost it felt effortless. And I like blew way past that. But then what happened, December hit and just things slowed down. And I thought, okay, well, what's going on here? Why are things slowing down? Again, I'm doing the work I'm, I'm showing up. But then your new training came out in January. And it just took it down to the layer that we needed to hit and really figuring out what that one core red light story is. Every other red light story honestly stems from. And end of January, I was on a Zoom call with you, a coaching call, and uh, you called me up on the hot seat. And it was interesting. It was just a question about focus and having a, struggling to focus and get the work done in an efficient manner where I'm not bouncing between one thing to another. And I think as a mom of two busy kids and so much going on, which I'm sure a lot of the listeners are feeling it right now, I needed to find a way to be able to work more efficiently. And I could feel a lot of heaviness early on in January. I just emotionally, I was, there was just a lot of things stirring up. It's funny, like sometimes for me being an empath, I know there's a big breakthrough coming. You just don't know what or when or how, but I could just feel stuff was moving around. On that call, everything came pouring out. And uh, it was really, the thing you told me at the end was, you know, you just love on everybody else. You need to learn to love on yourself a little bit more. But what was interesting is I thought I was loving on myself. I thought I was doing that self-care and giving myself my alone time and going inward and, you know, my mindset and working on all of the stuff that I've been applying for years. But it was just that layer deeper that hit home for me so deep. And that night, what transpired from things that you told me on that call, I had a great conversation with my upline right after. And what we discovered was that it was my voice that I had been holding back my whole entire life. And my voice was really my gift because she was explaining to me, she says, you have an ability to speak and you can move rooms. There's just something about the way you speak or the way you explain things. And it's like deep down inside, you know that, but you don't allow yourself to accept it. And you don't allow yourself to accept it because of a core red light story. At least that's what was happening for me. And maybe I can give a little bit of a background. I grew up overseas in Lebanon. I grew up during a war, had a deaf father in the military, four brothers, 
no sisters. So in a patriarchal society and my whole entire life was fighting my way through for my voice. Right. And then after my breakthrough, things started to come up that I had totally forgot about, which was the bullying in school. My mom was American. So I spoke English better than everybody else. And obviously that created some bullying around, you know, how I spoke and it was always around my voice. Everything was around my voice. And then in my business, when I did start to promote all these people above me or really help people grow as leaders, my success was always based on my title. And there was this idea of the title where you don't have that title yet. So you still have to do so much work, even though I was doing the work sometimes more than other people that were doing them around me. And so it was always around this, well, you can't speak until, you can't speak until, and just so many different events that happened in my life that I, that started to kind of, started to, I started to remember and I realized that it was all based around my ability to speak and express myself in a true authentic way. And I remember on the call with her, and she's amazing. She's with you in NLL. And it's just been really awesome to have her on this journey too. Is I realized that the one thing that the world needed me to do, I was holding back. And it was just that moment of complete knowing and complete peace that came over me. And I remember sharing this with you because my one wish was for everybody on this call or whoever can listen to this to get to that point where they experience what that feels like in your own body. It wasn't just the peace. It was that lifting everything off my shoulders that I've been holding on for so long. And especially when you grow up during a war and you grow up in a society that's very politically torn apart, you can't, as a woman, especially speak your own mind all the time. You can't, in general, as a person, sometimes speak your own mind. So everything was around you can't speak up. You can't speak up. You can't say what you want to say. You're too loud. You're too opinionated. You're too this. So I realized that all this time I've been holding everything I needed to say in my body. And it's like everything just went away. All the pressure got lifted off my shoulders and I got that complete feeling of peace, but also that complete trust in God and the universe and in the process. And I just totally let go of all the resistance. And it literally was an out-of-body experience. It's the best way to explain it. It's like when you watch movies and you have that moment where the sky opens up and everything changes in that one moment, that's exactly what I experienced on that call. And everything from that moment forward, that was January 28th. I have it all documented. I took pictures of the time, everything, because it was the biggest breakthrough that I've had in my life. Because Every conversation from that moment forward has been so next level. I can't even, it's hard to express in words what it's been like. It's just been so powerful. And what I realized is people have been begging me to do that for so long. I just didn't know they were ready to hear my message. And the feedback I've gotten in the month of February and now into March, obviously from every single conversation that I've had. And I don't think I've ever had that many conversations in a month in my business in all nine years. I mean, take advantage of Zoom and being able to talk to so many people, you know, in a shorter period of time. So just the reactions I've gotten from people have been so positive and so powerful. And it was interesting because 
I showed up on those calls really in complete service of that person, really generally wanting to get to know them, really wanting to help them find solutions to their problems. And a lot of times I wasn't even talking about my business. I was getting to know them and their business and what they do. And by the end of it, they were asking me, they wanted to know more. They were referring me people. I had people come to me from all over, just reaching out to me to want to know more or needing, you know, my products or whatever it was. So it was just such an interesting shift of energy that happened that completely changed everything in my life. Like it's just been the most amazing six weeks. I have to say. (laughs) Let's pause there. I'm like, literally talking, I'm like taking notes because there's so much stuff I want to unpack and I don't want to forget about it. Right. But let's start with where you ended. Here's what's really interesting. So the transformation that occurred for you is, you know, we talk about in every moment of our life, we're either living and leading from love or fear. And this thing that we teach called a red light core story, which you became aware of, is almost like the weight lifted for you because in that moment, what you realized is any limitation, at least in your adult life, all the limitation in your life was self-imposed. Right, exactly. And you realized, you started to make that connection that these things that happened to me when I was a little girl literally created this story in me that. I couldn't, I couldn't share my voice. And I, and and if I spoke my mind or I, I was my most authentic self, that that was wrong, which led you to think, well, maybe it's because I'm just not good enough. Right. And you decided that as a little girl and literally it's limited you your whole life and the weight lifted because you recognize that and you're like, oh my God, I now can see the connection. And in that moment, that moment of clarity, you gave yourself the ability to choose a different story. Exactly. And that's what we, that's that's what the formula does. So the formula just teaches you through a framework of first awareness and then detachment from your story to give you the space to decide what do you want your story to be? And what's really cool is that's what leading with love is. Love just means that you choose a different story about yourself. One that is more empowering, that doesn't limit you, but it propels you forward. But here's the cool thing about love. When we finally have that belief and we've got love at the center of our life and our business, it ignites a whole new vision of what can be. We really truly start understanding that we can do whatever we want if we're just willing to follow the process. And here's where a lot of people don't get this, Catherine, and I know we talked about this. You talked about how all of a sudden you just started having different conversations with people. Like that wasn't something that you consciously are like, okay, Catherine, so we're going to, now that we're leading with love, we're going to use this set of scripts now. And we're going to talk to people like you didn't, it wasn't a conscious thought. Like you started with the belief, it created a feeling in you, which naturally caused you to just start showing up differently. Right. Right. And I think being myself became a non-negotiable in my life. And I just literally just let go of people's expectations of what they think I should show up as or who I should show up as or what I should be doing because my whole life was about everybody else's opinions just because of the society I grew up in and, you know, the pressure that's put on you. And for the first time, I just let that go. And I just showed up and I just showed up as me. That's Mm -hmm. it. Like, it's that simple. It's not rocket science. It's just being you always, 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 no matter what the really detaching of that outcome and that result. And it really just became irrelevant what the outcome or the result was or what that person's opinion of me was. Because 
for me to be of service to the world, for me to inspire others to change their life, because we don't change people's lives. We inspire them to take action, to change their own life. But for me to be able to do that on the scale that I really wanted to do it in, because I knew deep down inside that was a gift that I had, the only way I could do it the way I wanted to was to show up as me unapologetically every single time. And it shifted everything. It shifted my relationship with my husband. It shifted my relationship with my kids. Mind you, it's not always perfect. You know, we live in a crazy world right now, but I started to become more conscious of the words I'm using, the stuff that I'm saying, the energy around it. I'm coming from a different place now, a more understanding place. I'm less reactive, right? So just everything starts to change when you you literally make being yourself and showing up as you a non-negotiable. Yeah. Well, it's such a powerful thing. I mean, there's so much valuable wisdom in what you're sharing, but the way that I view it, like people say, just be yourself. Like just, you got to be authentic. There's nothing harder in the world than being yourself. Yeah. If deep down inside, you don't think being yourself is going to be good enough. That's the because problem. I tried that my whole entire life, yeah. Bob. But this I've is been the trying thing, to do that. Is people yeah. view authenticity as an action or a strategy that they need right. to like exactly. people will say, well, Bob, can you give me, can you give me some scripts to like authentically reach out to people? And I'm like, you understand, like literally the definition of authenticity would lead me to, to, to you to understand that's not possible because right. being authentic is just being you. You shouldn't need a yeah. script of how, but yeah. because our brains are so wired to think that our actions create our results, we always want to view authenticity or being ourselves. like, okay, but how do I do that? When really the truth is you're just allowing yourself to be like, you're just letting your light shine, yeah. right? Like when you truly are coming from a place of love and belief, there's nothing to think about. You just be, you allow yourself, like love lets you, it lets your light shine. The world will never give you permission to do that. Right. Only love will, only belief. And because now you're operating from this different story, you're just automatically now you have the courage to share yourself with the world because you don't need somebody to say yes for you to feel better about yourself. You don't need somebody to validate you through their opinion or approval for you to know that you've got something valuable to offer the world. And that's the place that you've been showing up from. And I think just your definition of self-worth, it's not, you know, connected to what you do. It's because you are, I mean, it's that simple. And I always say self-worth is a constant, not a variable. And the moment that clicked for me, it hadn't clicked before, right? It hadn't clicked before. And and when I heard you say it, it clicked for me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, my entire life has been revolved around that, around needing the validation because I didn't think I was good enough, about being judged because I didn't have this title or that or all of the stuff that I created in my life, right? I created those stories based on my perception of what I think was going on. But in reality, the moment I let that go, everything just started to open up. And that's the message at the end of the day is when you let go of that resistance and that need for control, everything shows up in your life in a much bigger way than you could ever imagine. And it becomes effortless. My conversations and me showing up just everything that I do right now in my business has become effortless and I'm enjoying what I do more than I ever have in the past. And my wish is to inspire people 
to really do that, the work on themselves to get to that place. Because to me, that is, it's priceless to get to that place. It really, really is. Well, I love the word effortless. That's the word. Yeah. Like I Part of my focus is I want to effortlessly create in the world, right? I want to create yeah. success effortlessly. Right. Traditional notions of success today, especially with social media, will lead us to the limiting belief that it's hustle and grind, that we have to sacrifice for success, that it's a choice. I either have to be a good mom or I've got to be a good dad or I can be successful at my business. And all that is, is it's just a limiting belief and it's born out of a red light core story and it's born out of fear and scarcity. And when we're operating from love, what we realize is success is not working harder. It's working smarter. And it doesn't mean that there aren't seasons of our life where we're working hard, but we're not struggling and we're not grinding and we're not hustling. We're effortlessly creating. And it's a much different place. It's actually, tell me if you've had this experience, Catherine, like when I first learned this stuff, when I finally realized that I didn't need my goals in order to feel better about myself and I released my attachment to them, it actually helped me fall back in love with my business, the process of doing it. Like the thing that used to fill my cup the most was just doing it, like talking to people every day because I was doing it like love, serve, grow will lead you to start looking at your business through the lens of a deeper meaning and purpose. And have you found that, that the way you feel about your business has shifted since you've had this realization? Oh, a hundred percent. It just, just everything feels happier and just, I can't imagine doing anything else. You know what I mean? Like I genuinely wake up feeling so blessed that I get to do this every single day and that I get to be a catalyst for change in the world with my message and not just with my message, with my ability to show up as myself and to be myself. And I believe in inspired action. I want to live my life from inspired action. That's why the word hustle is one that makes me cringe, especially in our industry, because we hear it so much. And I don't want to be called a hustler because it just doesn't align with my values and who I am. I want to live from inspired action. I want to take action because I'm inspired to do that. And because when you're inspired and you're showing up from that place of alignment, that's when everything opens up, all the doors open up to you because here's the truth. God in the universe, whatever you believe in, they have plans way bigger than you could ever imagine right now. And when you really truly believe that and you just trust that process and you just let go, you just let go, everything opens up in your life. And I know, like I remember being a little girl, I must've been, I don't know, seven, six, seven, eight. And it was during the middle of the war back home and we were sleeping in the stairwell because where we lived, it was the safest place to be. And I'd be up at night and I'd be thinking about my future and where my life would be and what I would do. And the one thing that kept coming back is I could see myself up on stage changing the world with my voice. And it's really interesting that I lived in that society where it was really hard to always have that voice and to just to see myself today because of the choices that I made and the choices that I made came from me trusting my gut along the way. Even saying yes to my business, I had way other plans for my life than where I am today. But when you trust your gut and you really trust the process, you go down a path that only movies are made of. Like really, just the doors that open up, the people that come into your life everything changes for you and you get to experience things that you never could have imagined. And I would have to say, like, even though 
on paper, number-wise, I'm not where I had planned to be by this time, it no longer matters because I know it's going to happen so much bigger than I could have ever imagined. What I've learned along the way, and it's the things that I've learned about myself and the ability to be here on this call with you, which has been such an honor. I could have never imagined this when I started my business, right? But just trusting my gut and going down the path, joining LLA was a gut feeling for me. And it was a gut feeling to show up regardless of whether my upline or my team was going to join. And because I did that, I was able to bring in so many people to join because they saw the difference in me. They saw the way I showed up. And that's it. I mean, it's that simple, you know, and when you show up as yourself and you're not scared to let that out and to let your light shine, just people want to be around that. People want a piece of that. And for me, if I could just inspire people to find the strength inside of them to bring that out, because every single person has a gift. We're not here randomly on this earth. We are all here for a purpose. We're all here with a gift that is so unique to us. So that game of comparison that we live in every single day, especially with social media, especially in our industry, that's a killer. It killed me for so long, like really deep down inside. And the moment we just let that go and we really, really, really honor who we are, everything starts to change. And we begin to become those catalysts of change in the world. That's how we change the world, by showing up as ourselves so that we can inspire other people to find the strength inside of them to show up as themselves as well. And that it's like passing that torch down. And we're so blessed that we get to do that in our industry. Like what other business can give you that opportunity to do it in such a powerful way? I don't know of any other business that can do that today. Well, I love that you keep saying get to do because I talk about this all the time is that for years in my business, I looked at all the things that I had to do in my business. I had to prospect. I had to present. I had to train. I had, right? If you're leading with scarcity and fear, you're always going to look at your business. The process is a means to an end, thinking that the end and the destination is really what you want, only to one day realize that there's no amount of money or success in the world that will ever make you feel better. That only comes from a shift in perspective. And part of that shift in perspective is starting to look at the process as the actual thing that you're looking for. We we only will find love, joy, and connection and fulfillment in the moment of doing. And that comes from a shift of perspective. It's not things that I have to do. They're things that I truly get to do. That's seeing your business through the lens of service and bigger purpose. But what I'm really getting from this conversation, Catherine, and you're like so perfectly putting this into words, is alignment. It sounds to me like for the first time in your life, you truly have feel aligned. Like I hear you talking about being a little girl and having this kind of stirring in your soul that you just feel as though that you've got something important that you want to do in the world, that you have a voice. And I think of me as a little boy. I always felt that way about myself. I always felt like that God had just, that there was these bigger plans that he had for me. And, and I never had any visible proof of that. Right. And I had no right believing it, but it didn't change the way that I felt. And I failed for years in my business and I never quit because I couldn't ignore that stirring in my soul. And probably a lot like you, I realized that I just never given myself a chance. And how powerful is it when you can realize that you don't have to be anybody, but who you truly are to create success? Right. Growing up thinking that, well, maybe who I am isn't good enough. 
So I have to become someone I'm not. That creates an internal resistance around success. That's why we feel like an imposter because we feel like our true self isn't good enough. So I'm just going to put on an act and act and become someone else, never understanding how that undermines our success. And for the first time in your life, you had that alignment of realizing I can just be me and I can do what I want to do in the way that I feel called to do it. That's all I need. That's so a hundred percent what you're saying. And it's so interesting because before I started my business, my dream has always been to have a cooking show. I'm a big foodie. I love being in the kitchen and creating. And something inside of me kept saying, no, 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 now's not the right time. Now's not the right time. But I think it was just fear of putting myself out there and using my voice and using that gift that I have to be able to create things and help people and, you know, all of that. And even like, all these years, people are like, you've got to open your restaurant. You've got to do that. I'm like, no, I, I don't want to do that. But that idea of wanting to have my cooking show has always been there and it just keeps stirring. And now for the first time, I'm not scared to do that because I think the idea of comparing myself to so many people in the industry, am I good enough? Do I have a gift? Do I have this? Realizing that, yes, heck yes, I do. And I need to do that. And it just starts to open up doors to so many things that you've wanted in your life that you've just buried deep, deep down inside because of fear of success or fear of something. And for the first time, it's letting go of that fear and really just coming from a place of love, love towards yourself first. And by doing that, you can love on others. And it's that love, sir, grow, you know, mentality. And yeah. Um, so, yeah. Well, it's really powerful because we always talk about how when you finally do learn how to make that shift from fear to love, it ignites a new vision of what's possible in your life because you start to yeah. understand that you just start to look at your life differently about all the mm-hmm. limitations that you've put on your life and it gets you to start thinking bigger. And it's interesting because, you know, you mentioned this fear of success and we hear, we hear some people talk about fear of failure as the thing that holds them back. We hear other people talk about fear of success that holds them back. And here's the interesting thing. If you're operating from a red light core story, which is based in fear, you'll fear whichever one you're closer to. If you're closer to failure, your story will be, I'm afraid of failure. But if you get closer to success, the story will become, I'm afraid of success. They're actually one and the same. They're just red light stories born out of fear. The miracle happens when we let go of fear, we realize it's just an illusion and we choose love. The story still remains, but their power Mm. over us doesn't hold us back anymore. And that's a thing that's powerful. So I have to say, I just got to say this. So I always come into these like kind of interviews and I always struggle with, you know, I have to think of a title for the episode. And a lot of times as I'm going through the interview, a lot of times my brain's going and I'm trying to think, okay, what's the title? And I'll be honest, most of the time I'm like, I have no idea what I'm going to call this. There's just like lots of good stuff. I have to say, like, I have to thank you because you've given me such clarity on what the title of this episode needs to be. And it's going to be some version of taking inspired action to create effortless success. Oh, I love it. That feels right? so good. <laughs> you know, and, that, and that's you. So that's thanks to you because those oh, are your terms. You. But I think that what a cool thing, like learning how to take inspired action, not something that we have to will ourselves into or think about. Like we literally, we wake up in the morning, our feet hit the ground. We are inspired to do what we do and creating success effortlessly where it doesn't have to be a hustle and grind and we don't have to trade off and everything at the altar for success like to me that's what love serve grow is all about is helping people get to that place but it's connecting with the power that creates worlds and trusting that 
to guide you where you need to be. Because here's, the, I read something yesterday and it was write your goal in pen, but write the journey in pencil. And that's so true because we have a goal where, where we want to be or we have a vision, but the journey can look so many different ways. And if we want it to be the most amazing journey, then we just have to let go and, and just really trust that gut because our gut is, is really connecting us to that power that creates worlds literally. And it's just guiding us to where we need to be. It's our GPS. So my one wish for everyone listening to this, if you can tap into that, everything changes in your life. I'm on this call because of this very concept. This is not a coincidence that this call is happening. And I truly believe that. I mean, I know I wasn't prepared for this. I I don't have notes. I'm just showing up. I'm just speaking from a different place and it's because I'm so connected and I'm in total alignment and uh it just my one wish is for people to feel what that feels like. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I have Catherine, I have no doubt that there's going to be a lot of people that are going to hear this that you've truly really inspired them and in, in to start thinking differently in their life. So I want to publicly thank you for for being thank willing you. to do this and and also just being for such an incredible part of our community, I think here's in my mind, like my vision of what I'm excited to create is a community of a bunch of incredible leaders, just like you, that are out there doing incredible work, changing lives, and are sharing stories of inspiration and support with one another. And, and so I just thank you for being such a great member of our community. And thanks for being here today. I know it's going to mean a lot. Thank to you. People. Thank you for having me. And thank you for all you're doing because your space is just so needed in this world. And you really are just giving everybody a chance to make a difference in their lives and the lives of others. So I appreciate that so much. Yeah, I appreciate it. Well, Catherine, thank you so much for being here. And uh, thanks for sharing your story today. Thank you. So once again, I just need to really thank Catherine for taking the time to share her stories. I do agree. She does have a gift and uh, I can recognize that in her. And it's, I think it's a really powerful thing. And I, as I shared in the interview, I could so relate to her because the gift that I know that I have in the way of my story and the way that I share with people, that was always one of my worst fears as well. And I think that what a powerful thing when we can start challenging these beliefs that we have, when we can change that core story, the difference that that can make in our life. So if you want to see a transformation just like Catherine's, make sure you go check out that free introduction to the formula training that I recorded for you, yourvirtualupline.com forward slash belief. We will put that in the show notes for you and uh, feel free to share that with anybody that you think it can help. So with that being said, thanks for being here, everybody. I love and appreciate all of you for being a part of this community. I will see you soon on the next episode.